Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It's episode 70, and we are back. It's been, what, three weeks, guys, since we've recorded a podcast? For lots of different reasons. It's been a while. There's been a lot happening. Yeah, yeah, it's apologies for those of you that have been sitting there waiting impatiently to hear our dulcet tones. Yeah, right. Who are we trying to kid? <laughs> uh, I just want to know what's happening with the weather and what cake we've been eating. That's true. Yes, the, the Lacuna Core cake and weather forecast from the UK is back. Uh, it's been, it's fair to say it's been quite a hectic time for all of us, uh, mostly Mike, who's been gallivanted around the world. Yeah. Uh, so where have you been off to, Mike? Um, firstly, I went to Brazil for just over a week. Um, so I spent six days in Rio um having a good time on the Copacabana beach and then um another four I think three or four days in Sao Paulo so that was good I met some great um great people when I was there some great coilers and that was a really good trip and then I came back to the UK for three days and then I went to Malta because my um I have some Maltese friends that got married so I got back from there yesterday so pretty hectic but a lot of fun along the way Wow, it sounds like a great trip, especially the Brazilian one. Oh, uh, yeah. It's nice to see that you actually is a really lucky mascot for the England team. Yeah, yeah, I got. I managed to get a ticket for the um, game after waiting patiently for nearly three hours in the street with a I need a ticket sign my friend had, and all five of us managed to get tickets. So that was good, but nice to see the England team, but not good for the result. But which, which, which match was it? Uh, the England-Uruguay game. Oh, the the nil nil one. No, the uh, the two one one. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of the yeah. Costa Rica one, the two one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, never mind. Sad game. Yeah, nice yeah. experience though. Yeah, yeah. Was the stadium packed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was heaving, and because because a lot of people have been buying tickets. Um, should we say from different sources? I was probably one of about six England fans were sat, and probably about ten thousand Uruguay fans. So. Quite quite a good banter between everybody and nice and friendly and a great atmosphere. Excellent. What was the journey over there like? Um, journey Manchester to Amsterdam, which is only an hour, and then um, we went Amsterdam to Rio. Uh, no, sorry, uh, Amsterdam to Sao Paulo, which is twelve hours, and then an internal flight to Rio, which is just over another hour. So quite a long way to travel. It's about just over nine thousand kilometers, I think. So, quite a long way. And it's um, it's winter in Brazil at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's winter. So, um, the Lacuna Coal fans that I met were some of them were quite cold, but us being British and everything, it's um, it's still very hot for us over uh, over there. It it was well over thirty um most days. So, um, pretty pretty roasty toasty for us as us as Brits. Oh, excellent. So uh, you met some, obviously made some new friends in the, in the coil yeah. community in Brazil. Are, we, are you going to invite any of them onto the podcast with us? Yeah, yeah, I can do. I'll, I'll try my best. They're um, Andressa and Elise. Um, they're very nice um, ladies. And um, I went out to a nightclub with Andressa called Inferno and stayed out till half four in the morning. That was, that was a nice metal club I went to. Um, that was interesting. 
and Elisa is very nice as well and it's good to speak to people beforehand and actually meet them being so far away so that was a great great experience out till four in the morning you dirty stop out you yeah definitely what's the beer like in brazil um very nice it's um drunk lots of it and lots of nice cocktails as well on the copacabana it's nice and cheap and somebody just starts to make a cocktail and there we go and enjoying that watching the football in the sun it's uh can't beat it really pretty sure someone's made a song about cocktails in copacabana yes yes pretty sure of that <laughs> cool and malta then so how long were you in malta for um eight days and that was uh that was very very hot it was uh I, i've been there um eight times previously to this this trip and i know it's warm but it's about 29 degrees by eight in the morning and it uh two days ago it was about 39 by lunch so it's, it's a pretty hot place in the summer and that's nice just to like go to the beach and relax and pretty much unwind and do nothing so a, a great trip as well 39 degrees in the uk i think we'd all burst into flames yeah <laughs> it has been hotter i've been there when it was 49 once in the summer and that was uh that was pretty hot did you say 49 yeah yeah what the what 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 49 degrees oh my god it's 49 in the day and 38 in the evening it's uh that's the hottest it's ever been when i've been there it's pretty much yeah very very hot (laughs) that's outrageous very hot indeed so how about russ what have you been up to me, I've been very, very good. Um, haven't sort of travelled quite as many miles as, as Mr. Diet down to South America, but um, generally very, very good. I uh, managed to catch a couple of shows in the last few weeks. Um, obviously, you and I uh, took a little journey from London across to Milan. Um, saw a show in Monza at the racetrack that I'm sure we'll both come on to in a minute for uh, review purposes. And uh, most importantly, we got to go to the uh, Z7 venue in Pratland, Switzerland, which is just outside of uh, Basel. And we got to see, I believe, the final cap was it 94 tunnels on the way? Well, there and back, yes. So it was 47 so, tunnels each way. So, yes, including <laughs> the, the uh, is it Rodgard tunnel? A 17-kilometre tunnel, whereas if you open the window, you will almost die of uh, heat exhaustion. Yes, and fumes. <laughs> I think, what did it get out to, was it 36 or 38 degrees in this tunnel? Yeah, it's crazy. It was, uh, Although clearly not as hot as Malta. Yeah. Although, apparently not, no. <laughs> Although if you were I... to take Malta, put it in a tunnel, you'd be part of the way there. Yeah, well, I suspect the area in Malta is a bit cleaner than the area in the tunnel. Yeah. But, uh, cool. Yeah, no, good couple of weeks. Yourself? Pretty much the same, actually. Busy at work, uh, busy at home, lots of stuff on. As you say, we headed out to Milan and Switzerland for a couple of days last weekend. Uh, this week I've been catching up on work and posting some videos. Um, we'll come on to it in more, more detail, but we managed to catch some videos. and I've got loads of photos to go through. So, yes, it's it's been quite hectic, really. Well, I think that brings us on to our news this week. We've been out for three weeks now, so we've got a little bit of news to catch up on. First thing I wanted to say is you you will remember, hopefully, the coach clothing competition that uh, we were very lucky to be able to host. That's now closed, as you would expect, given the dates that are on the competition. And the winner, um, Alexandra, has been notified and she tells me that she's also purchased a load of clothes from Kate's Clothing, which is great. It's worth reminding everybody, and I will put this in the show notes, that our exclusive a discount code 
provided to us by Kate's Clothing is still in effect. Uh, it's uh, Lacuna 10KC. You can uh, see it on the Empty Spiral website, but I will put it on the show notes as well. Uh, so if you are buying alternative gothic clothing, then make a point of heading over to Kate's Clothing, checking it out and taking advantage of the uh, the discount that you get through Empty Spiral for Lacuna Core fans everywhere. It's not limited to the UK or the US. It's uh, basically they will ship international and there's some great stuff on there. So do check it out. What else have we got? Oh, yes. So uh, US tour merchandise is now available online over at backstreetmerch.com. Again, I'll put the details in the show notes. They've got a number of previously unavailable shirts, tops. Uh, there's a, a Broken Cone Halo patch, as well as a number of other items, which I say previously weren't available. They are now available online. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've already purchased some stuff. What, you, what about you, Raph? Yeah, yeah, I got the, the usual, almost one of everything. Uh, personal favourite being the uh, Dying Rise t-shirt, the uh, cartoony gothic one as drawn by Marco, which uh, looks very nice in its uh, coloured effect. Yeah, I didn't get that one, actually, but I think I ought to. I think I might end up um, buying it because both of you told me how good it is. Uh, Mike, have you managed to pick up anything else? From no, I, th- I think I need to um, I need to get get um, get on it and order pretty much everything like I usually do. Yeah, I've what have I picked up so far? I um I picked up the the t-shirt with the broken crown halo words on it right across the center in big words. It's a bit a bit, a bit like kind of a reverse run DMC top. <laughs> uh, I picked up the the, the screaming girl t-shirt uh, and I picked up a patch which I've now got to find something to sew it onto. Uh, but I think there's a few more bits on there that I need to do. So that's all very cool. So again, check out Brack Street Merch for all the official merchandise. And uh, if you've not had the opportunity to head over to the US tours in the last, well, pretty much since the beginning of the year now, then it's it's really good chance to pick up some merch that uh, that was available on there. It's there's some things that were on the tour, and I'm I'm not talking about Christina's customized drum heads, but there were pictures and some postcards and so forth that aren't online, unfortunately. I'm just hoping that it's the surplus around somewhere and we'll get to see, see them on the road at some stage in the future. This week, Central Media announced that they have a sale over at their CM Distro website, which is cmdistro.com. And you can find some pretty good bargains over there at the moment. Two notable ones. First and foremost is the Dark Adrenaline Medicine Box is now available for $75.00. Plus probably about $75 of postage because the thing's huge and very heavy. But uh, it's still, it hasn't been available for cheaper ever. So if you've missed out so far, then do take advantage of the fact it's, it's now available for such a great, great price. It's a really good uh, piece of memorabilia. Uh, and you could probably bludgeon quite a large animal to death with that thing. It's huge. <laughs> oh, not that I'm suggesting you do, by the way. Uh, and also, uh, as a really nice... Um, Really nice collection of the original album collection, which is Karma Code, Shallow Life and Dark Adrenaline, available for $8.25 at the moment. So that's really good value. Uh, if you're looking for a birthday present for someone and you want to make them a Lacuna Core fan, then uh, that's a pretty good way of doing it, actually. Tours-wise, so Russ and I mentioned that we saw Lacuna Core last weekend in Milan and uh, Pretelin. Uh, but at the moment, the Lacuna Core, as we record this, are in Russia. Uh, yesterday they were in Barcelona and they're going to be playing a few dates in Russia before they're having a well-earned rest and then heading back over to the US uh, back in the beginning of 
August, I believe it is, isn't it? Before, of course, coming to Bloodstock. Now, Bloodstock's an interesting one because it kind of clashes with my holiday, but I'm going to try to do something clever. Yeah. Uh, are you guys getting to Bloodstock? Are we going to have a catch up at Bloodstock, do you think? Um, I think so. Um, they have now recently announced just this week, in fact, that um, for anyone that did purely want to go just to see our favourite Italians, Lacuna Coil, you can now get day tickets for Bloodstock, save you buying the, the full weekend and camping, which I think was about £150, £160. So if you do, do just want to go for the day now, you can get those tickets on the Bloodstock website. Cheers, Russ. That's a good bit of news because I was wondering how I was going to get myself a ticket. So, yes, I I, I will t- be taking advantage of that. Do we know how much they are out of interest? Uh, we do not, no. The, I'm the, sure we can find out and post it in the show notes. Yeah, they're usually, from memory, I think, they're about, uh, I'm just guessing now, but between 70 and 80 quid, I think, maybe less. Not that bad. It's, um, uh, But, of course, it could could be a different price. I'm just, just having a guess at the moment. Well, well, we'll check that out. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll be getting myself a ticket. I think, again, it really depends on how I can um, work it out around my holiday. But yeah. uh, I, I certainly want to get over to, to Bloodstock if I can. Um, Mike, you going to go? Yeah, I think so. There's, there's somebody that I went to um, download with last year that's never seen Lacuna Call before, and he's quite keen to go. So if, if I can um, try and arrange arrange that, I'll definitely go because he's offered to drive there and back for the day. So it's not too far from um, from where I am. It's probably just over an hour, so it's, it's not bad at all. So I'll do my best to be there. Excellent. Well, hopefully I'll get there too. Russ, you're going to get there. And then we can maybe have a meet-up, maybe record a podcast live at the show. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. We'll see. So that's the 9th, the 9th of August, that is. So yeah. we've got about a month before we need to be uh, gearing up for Bloodstock. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we thought we'd do today was have a little bit of a chat. Uh, and I appreciate, Mike, you're going to have to listen in on this one. Yeah. Uh, as we review the couple of shows we saw last weekend. So as Russ mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we headed over to Milan for a few days at the end of last week. And on Saturday, the 28th of June, uh, Lacuna Core played the what was it called? The, what was it called? the Brianza Rock Festival. Yes, Lacuna Core played the Brianza Rock Festival, which is a free rock festival over it's over a number of days. But Lacuna Core played on Saturday nights, quite late Saturday night, um, in the park just by the side of the racetrack at Monza, just outside Milan. So, Russ, what, do you want to kind of start? Then, what did you think of the the show and the event generally? It was, it was quite an uh, enjoyable spectacle, to be honest. The, the setting was perfect. You sort of drove into what can best be described as a, as a park, um, quite a large park, in fact, just to the side of the racetrack. You could hear, in fact, a bit of racing going on as you sort of pulled into the side of the circuit and um, you came through some trees and lo and behold, big wide open field and a large stage being constructed. So in terms of a setting and excitement, you couldn't really ask for much more. Uh, the weather was generally pretty good throughout the day. Uh, we did get a bit of a torrential downpour, probably two, two and a half hours before uh, Lacuna Coil took to the stage at half past ten. But uh, needless to say, it did dry up. And by the time they did sort of uh, come out and play, um, it was dry and a good time had by all. Um, I'm not sure on the capacity of the festival, um, but there was a good probably four and a half, five thousand people there at least. And um, as I say, it was just a, a thoroughly enjoyable evening surrounded by uh, good company and good friends. 
Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it a lot, actually. I think I was I was a bit worried because of the weather. As you say, it was very sunny throughout the afternoon and suddenly it clouded over and it opened up big time. It really went london styley on us. And the rain was coming down in torrents. Uh, I think there was a concern that it was washed out. The other thing worth noting about the festival is it's free. You just turn up, which meant that no one had any idea how many people were going to turn up at all. It could have been you know, 20, 30, or it could have been thousands and thousands. And there were a few bands on earlier on in the day and they had a couple of hundred people maybe so i think the first band had about 20 but obviously as is always the case with these things it grew out grew throughout the day and lacuna Corps came on at was it half nine or half ten i can't remember half ten. It, was it was half, half ten, ten wasn't it yes it was it was rather late um, but by then as you say there were a good few thousand people there the atmosphere was good it was quite a lot of excitement uh the rain had stopped, which was great because I think at one stage we were worried it was going to get, as I said earlier, uh, washed out. Uh, and the band came on and played, a, I, I thought, a really, really good set, actually. A collection of new and old. Um, first time I'd heard live uh, zombies and victims and died rise and nothing stands in our way, all of which sounded really, really great live. Massive fan of zombies and victims live. Really good. Really, really good. Um, bands seem to be really enjoying themselves. Uh, Mouse, in particular, was having a great time on stage. And for Heavens Alive, um, Resophonics, well, I say Resophonics, but Mario Riso, a well known record producer and, and of course, a drummer, as well as pretty much everything else, a music aficionado, <laughs> it's fair to say, uh, came on and uh, played drums, which was great and quite funny because from where I were, I could see. Uh, see ryan who, who of course was playing drums with the lacuna Corps at the moment just stood to the side of the stage and sort of drink a bottle of beer whilst uh whilst heavens alive was playing and he was quite enjoying himself and i've actually posted a picture of him doing so i i was taking pictures from the stage i also took some video which yeah, didn't really come out particularly well i was sort of seeing the back of people back of the hands he bands i was just seeing the back of the band's heads really and sort of from the side of the stage so they're okay videos we we, we got better ones at z7 but it, it was a really, really good good evening, I thought. Uh, and the weather stayed dry throughout the rest of it. Met some Italian coiners I'd um, spoken to in the past, but not seen for some time. Made some new friends. We managed to earlier on the evening where it did uh, come down pretty high. We managed to go out for a pizza, which was good. And really, really strangely cheap. <laughs> but yeah, it, was, it was like 13 euros. What? <laughs> 13 euros for a pizza, a couple of coffees, a couple of beers and some grappa. And we got to watch the um, Brazil-Chile game on a big screen. So, you know, I think we should uh, spend more time over in Monza, to be honest. With you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, based on that. So that was really, really good, actually. Um, I th I really had a good time at the Monza Festival. Uh, loads of people turned up, which was great. Great atmosphere. Great pictures. You see them online. You know, there's some, some really good pictures have already been posted. I've got some to post, which I'll be putting on Empty Spiral. Uh, great day. So the next day then was uh, the day of tunnels, where we drove. Oh, tunnels and bridges. Tunnels and, and mountains and, and mountains. rain. And rain, yes, indeed. So we, we drove from Milan all the way up through Switzerland uh, to Pretenen, uh, which, as you say, is uh, right by Basel. Uh, long up right up the A2, I believe it's called. Lots and lots of mountains. Very, very wet day, actually. Uh, so we didn't see much of the mountains that day. We saw more of the mountains on the way back on Tuesday. Loads and loads of tunnels. Took us about, I don't know, three and a half, four hours drive, I guess it must have been. Yeah, it's weren't, going, weren't going particularly fast. Uh, to Z7. 
which is a great, great venue. I have to say, I was very impressed with the venue. Mm. And the show itself was absolutely great. Uh, some of the best acoustics and lighting that I've ever seen and heard at a Lacuna Core concert, I think it's fair to say. Totally agree. Uh, the the crowd, the, the, it wasn't a big crowd. It's fair, the, I, I don't know what you felt, might be about... 400 maybe 500 people something like that yeah something like that something like that it was it's you know it wasn't in the same place as monza um the venue was not full but the the, the crowd were quite quiet first of all but i think it's fair to say that lacuna core like they do pretty much every time i've seen them really got the, the crowd on their side by the end of the show there was lots of cheering and clapping and singing along so which was great uh i said great vocals the the light show was brilliant there, and we managed to capture some some great um, video, which have been posted on Facebook and on Empty Spiral. I had my camera, I had one camera, my big camera, and Russ had my other camera. So the two of us were standing side by side, pretty much at the back, uh, managing to capture, well, pretty much everything really, I'd say. Uh, and I, I cannot fault the vocals. That's basically the the sound quality. It was really really clear throughout. Did you not think, Russ? Mm, no, totally. I mean, obviously, Christina was on top form. And um, as, as I mentioned, you know, the acoustics in the Z7 were great. But, you know, Andrea is singing as great as he ever has done. And live, the show at the moment is just it's unstoppable. The band just sounds in top form. Yeah. Obviously, I know a lot of people are asking, you know, what does it sound like with the with the switch to the one guitar? And, you know, there is that clear distinction in the in the live mix between the guitar, the bass, the drums and the vocals. And arguably the band sounds as, as great live, if not better than it ever has done. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree. It really does have a clean, crisp sound about it. And, and I think the way that it's being um, mixed at the, at the sound bank for the live shows reflects that. There is a cleanliness mm. there. Um, there is no part of the music is overshadowing any, any other part. Um, which we have seen that in the past. It's fair to say sometimes the bass has been a bit too high in the mix or it's been hard to pick, draw out the vocals. But no, I, I have to say I was very, very impressed. And I think if you look the, look at the videos, it will be it's pretty clear. I mean, we didn't use any kind of real big special mic, certainly the one that's been posted or the, the two that have been posted so far on on Facebook are just the mics in the cameras and they're, and they're handheld as well. So we've probably still got both sore arms from holding our hands out for so long. Uh, but as as you hopefully you can tell from the videos, the, the sound quality in the venue was really really good. On the videos, we didn't record everything. Uh, there's a part of me that wishes we had now, Rush. You know, I wasn't expecting the the videos to come out quite as good as they did. But uh, I've already put "I Don't Believe in Tomorrow" and "Nothing Stands in Our Way" online. Uh, later on today, I'll be putting on "Trip the Darkness," and then that just leaves us with "Zombies, Victims, and Dying Rise" to put up. So thank you, Russ, for standing there patiently with me and recording the video. And so we've got two lots. Mine was slightly further back, and um, I'm going to be handing those to the uh, to Lacunacor's lighting engineer for him to look at because it was mostly focusing on the lighting show that he um, he put together, which was fantastic. Uh, it's already been commented online. I think Gillian mentioned it that uh, the light show currently it look, just looks so good. Oh, that's epic. Absolutely epic. I mean, personal favourite for me is is Diane Rise with the blues and the purple. And you know, obviously, some people do have the opportunity to perhaps see Lacuna Coil more than once. And if you have been to multiple shows, you know, people are keen to to get on the barrier, getting in the crowd. But you know, if you ever do get a uh, a chance to sort of stand a bit further back, taking the whole spectacle with the light show, how it's sequenced with the music. 
definitely do so because you know there's further appreciation with the lighting because it's just you know pardon the shit pun absolutely spot on yes oh i see what you did there oh very good bang <laughs> you've been practicing that one a week haven't you <laughs> so uh, i say i i think of the two shows in terms of atmosphere i think that i don't know actually mm, certainly with there more people at the monza festival i got a sense that the guitarists so you know, and marco were really enjoying the crowd reaction at the monza festival but we were in a different place we were sort of side of stage there at z7 we could see the light show so i, I don't really want to compare the two they were two very different experiences for me and oh. i enjoyed them both for very different reasons but it's fair to say that anybody got to z7 had a, a, a real treat and, and it was a great set list and the, and the band put on a great show so thank you very much looking cool for doing it once again for us it was great that brings us on to our review this week now it took me a while to remember where we were but of course uh when it comes to reviews i'm not afraid sorry i had to get that in yes so this week we are reviewing the song i'm not afraid taken from the clinical album shallow life and i have no idea whose turn it is to go first hmm. who is turn it's not mine i don't think i'm pretty sure i did one of the last ones Mike, is it yours? I don't know. It could be. Right, it's yours. It's mine. Yeah. Um, we, we made an executive decision. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not afraid. Let's um, let's start with the with the opening. Very good opening with the guitars, and throughout, I think the music in this um, sets the, sets the bar very high for the song. Um, I like the going through the lyrics. Um, I can't decide whether it's somebody that's not afraid of letting go of a relationship and the consequences of that, or equally um, somebody, I don't know, um, not being afraid to let go of like their own personality and n not caring about the consequences of what people think about them, something like that. Um, lyrically, it's, it's good. And the vocals, I think, are very good um, by Andrea. I think they're very strong and they, they play off against each other with Christina. And um, it's, there's, not that, there's not a lot, there's not that much to the song. Um, Lyric-wise, lyric there's only like two main verses and the chorus repeats itself a lot, but I think that, that works. And as I say, the interaction between uh, like Christina, Christina singing and Andrea in the background throughout um, really works as a song, and I really like it. Okay, thanks, Mike. What about you, Russ? Me, I would go as far as say this is probably my favourite song on the Shallow Life album. Um, 
obviously as Mike mentions, it opens with that combination of the guitars with the the keyboard line, and there's some small synths buried buried in the mix, um, and then it's basically distorted guitars throughout. Uh, it's quite rare for a Lacuna Coil song that the bass is slightly lower in the mix, um, but it is still obviously there and evident. Um, obviously, this is the best example, I think, again, on the Shallow Life album between the pure vocal interplay between Christina and Andrea. Obviously, Christina opens that first verse, and then you get Andrea coming on the, the big epic chorus of I'm Not Afraid, and then just throughout the song, it goes back and forth. I also think it's probably the, the strongest lyrical um, meaning on the uh, on the album with not afraid as mike mentions there there's a lot of strong messages a lot of strong lines in that whether it's to to do with a life experience or the end of a relationship or you know just something that, that packs a punch and has a, has an impact um i think the music is quite linear um, for a lacuna coil song that's not to say it's, it's a criticism because you know the song and the album you know is written in such a way to to pack that punch there's obviously less layers to the music that we've experienced previously with the likes of coma lies unleashed memories and also sort of karma code where we experienced the you know eastern in- Eastern and Arabic influences. As I say, Shallow Life is a different album. Um, it's linear for a reason. It's to pack that punch and it's to sort of continue the the type of settings that would fit a live setting and a live audience. And I think, you know, still to this day, I'm Not Afraid is usually in the set list and as a live track, it, it's, it's a killer track. Yeah, I think you guys both summarised it very, very well, actually. I, I see this song as very much... Lacuna Coil's alternative rock. I guess, I guess you could describe it like that. To me, is what Shallow Life is is about. It's a different type of album from what came before, and arguably what comes after. It's almost a transitional album, uh, arguably an experimental album musically. Uh, uh, and this song, I think you said it, Russ, is is one of the best on the album. So I certainly you said it's one of your favourites. I think it's a very strong song. It's very bold. I, I, it's straight. You talk about the, the, the simplicity and the linear way that the music flows. That to me is to its advantage in this song. There is something about this song. It, it is confrontational uh, in terms of lyrically. It's it talks about personal freedom, which is a a theme that Lacunacore use quite a lot in their music, and I think that's one of the reasons why their lyrics prove to be so popular with people. Uh, I particularly like this song i mean in fact i guess i'm a big big fan of it the guitars are, are rich they're not that layered as you say but they're distinctive the vocal interplay between the two vocalists is is very very good i think and certainly a highlight on the album i would say that this is probably oh uh, probably the best live track on the album that's a bit too bold but it certainly is one of those songs that I love singing along to. Everybody screams their heads off to this one when it comes on. Uh, it's a, it's a real lungs sort of lung screamer if that's the right term. It's just a, a really strong song. The the music flows very very well. That repetitiveness that you mentioned, Mike, I think again is to its strength. It's it's just a winner. I I really like it. Uh, I first heard this song before Shallow Life came out. I, I think I. It was one of the ones that they just, I can't remember when it was, but it was in a dressing room somewhere and they just got the, the mix back. And I remember kind of Chris said, 
check this out and i was surprised because it's the first time i'd heard anything from shadow life and obviously i was expecting something similar to karma code this didn't have that karma code feel about it this was it had its own identity and it was very different um really really enjoyed it then and uh, enjoy seeing it on the set list all the way through it doesn't appear on the set list as much as it used to though russ does it and i'd like to see it back on there you know a longer set list is definitely uh, definitely benefits from having this song on it i think it is. It's a sing-along song. It definitely yeah. is a sing-along song. It's a, uh, much like um, quite a lot of the other songs, actually, on Shadow Life, for me at least, I find it quite addictive. It's, it's a good song to sing along to. It's a good song to have on in the background. It's just a, a, almost a fun song. I don't know. Fun probably not the wrong right word, but I just in, enjoy it. It's not one that I get introspective about. You know, it, It's a, just a bop along, um, jump up and down and, and scream your lungs out song. In terms of score, then, Mike, what are you going to give? Uh, I'm not afraid. Um, I'll give it 9.5. I think it's very strong, and I, I really do like it. I think you both summarised it well, and it's um, it's a gem on the album, and can't fault it. Really, it's it's really good. That's a big number, Mike. Ooh, yeah, 9.5. Yeah. Wow, that's as bold as the song. You're not afraid, yeah. are you? God. No, no. <laughs> Russ, what about you? Uh, I'm not afraid. Shallow life, solid song for me. Seven point five. Okay, and I'm I'm gonna give it. I was gonna give it an eight and a half, but I've convinced myself I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. All right, this is a, a really really good song. Very different from a lot of the other songs we've seen in the past. And you know, Lacuna Core musically are in a very different place on Shallow Life than they were, say on I don't know, in a Reverie. And I think the, the music definitely reflects that. Uh, some people aren't big fans of Shadow Life. Other people think it's the best album they've ever done. Uh, both absolutely fine opinions. Me, I think it's somewhere in the middle. And this is definitely one of the strongest songs on the album. So it's a 9 out of 10 for me. So there you go. I'm not afraid. Well, I think that brings us to an end this week on episode 70 of the Empty Spiral podcast. So we've it's been a few weeks. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us today and uh, I hope you've come back and not run off to other podcasts talking about the weather and cake and silly subjects like that that we would never, ever consider. If you want to get in contact with us on the podcast, you can, of course, do so via the official Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. We also are on facebook which is facebook.com forward slash empty spirals.net and feel free to post to post something on there or send us a message or you know interact with us on there of course uh, we're also on twitter which is at empty spiral net we're on google plus which is just search for google plus because it's a nightmare uh you can also find us on tumblr which is empty if you want to listen to the podcast, you can do so directly from the podcast page on EmptySpiral.net, where you can download the MP3, or you can just stream it directly from the website. You can, of course, if you're a, one of a bit more sophisticated, you can subscribe to us, which means you'll never miss an episode, either on the Stitcher Radio Network, which is available on a number of devices, or, of course, through iTunes, I should say, which is limited to, well, Apple, both of which are freely available. You do not have to pay to listen to the podcast. And of course, if you like us, or if you don't, do feel free to leave us a comment or leave us a review. It's uh, always good to, 
to see what people think of us. So that's, I think that's pretty much it. Hopefully we'll get back into our more regular weekly schedule. And we'll have a few guests on soon and a few more interviews and, of course, reviews and news and everything else you've come to expect from the Empty Spiral website. Inc. website, Empty Spiral podcast, including some cake and weather related ranting, no doubt. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks for uh, being patient with us and look forward to speaking to you all again very, very soon. Take care. Cheers. Cheers, guys.